With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Yeah, those fans definitely are passionate, Mike, and they do want to win, and I think they deserve uh, a good team, and they haven't had that in a while. One thing they're going to have to do with whoever the GM hire is, they're going to have to clean up that salary cap. I mean, they're already projected to be $7 million over, and we know that's easy. You can move money around. We know all those things, but they're going to have to clean that up a little bit moving forward. Uh, and they ha- do have the 12th overall pick this year, so they'll be able to pick some players, but they've got to pick better they- than they did in this past draft. They did not have a good draft, Mike, and I think they paid for that in some ways this season with not enough young players contributing. From uh, PFT Live, everyone's analyzing the Vikings' current situation. We certainly have been on Purple Daily, Purple After Dark last night. Alex Boom was on Purple Daily yesterday, so if you missed anything in the last couple days in the aftermath of everybody getting fired, definitely check that out. Purple Daily is daily Vikings entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. That's all we want. And it's presented in part by Surly Brewing Company and TCL which is here for your playoff viewing experience with a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Judd Zolgad is the reigning, defending Mackie and Judd Write That Down champion. We have two different versions of Write That Down. We'll see if he can hang on to the completion percentage title here. Purple Daily. You're feeling yourself right now, aren't you? You're reporting Vikings news. I, you, you won the batting title on Mackie and Judd right that down. Let's just say 2022 is starting out pretty damn good if you're Judd Zolgan. You're down 30 pounds. It's crazy. Um, 30 plus pounds. Let's get that correct. <laughs> um, yeah, We'll hear more about that later in the show. So let's, all right, let's get to it. So just for the audience's sake here, everything in the 2021 football season, anything that was predicted about the 2021 football season, regular season or playoffs, is part of the 2021 numbers. So while we have made predictions in the 2022 season, we're going to put those results just on hold for a second because we have so many things that are coming off the board at the end of this regular season. So let's go through the accountability session here. Let's fire this up, Dex. Write that down. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah. That's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. 
Yeah, this is the most transparent, innovative segment in all of Sports Talk. This is where we put our careers and reputations on the line. When are you guys going to admit that you were wrong? Every Wednesday, right here on Purple Daily, I'm Mackie and Judd. Here's how Write That Down works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns for predictions that reach a certain level of difficulty. And if you guys, listeners, want to participate, send us a message through the Score North app and uh, just tell us you want to be on Write That Down like our guy Valentin is about to be from Germany. we got a, a Vikings fan from Germany that's going to join us here in just a couple of minutes. Worldwide. 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 International. Worldwide. International takes about the Minnesota Vikings. Let's start with Judd, who is clinging to a completion percentage lead here. Oh. I'll write that down. Oh, oh. <laughs> not feeling myself no more. So I'm not going to waste. Yeah, I don't. I mean, don't I'm not going to go through everything. And the listeners have like a billion pages that okay. have come out of the board. Yeah, so you pick a few highlights, Phil, of my. This is like 12 incorrect predictions on the screen here, including Vikings top 10 scoring defense, including, um, let's see here, Jared Goff getting benched at one point. He really wasn't benched. No. You had Cousins finishing with the highest passer rating in the NFC North. And then a bunch of other wrong predictions. However... Made up for yourself a little bit. We got four more here in green. You said Christian Derisaw will start ten or more games this year. He did. You said D.D. Westbrook would not be in the top five for receptions on the Vikings. You said Justin Jefferson would be top ten in overall NFL receptions in 2021. And that the Broncos would fire Vic Fangio by the end <clears throat> Excuse me, of the 2021 Season now, semantics here. I'm giving you this, uh huh. But I would like a ruling that you said by the end of the 2021 season was Vic Fangio not fired after the 2021 season? Oh, we're going by the by and the after again. I feel like the spirit of this prediction. I think if I had said in season, it would be flat out wrong. I will say this: the 2021 season is not done yet. The regular that's true. That's a good point. Is. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that I, let this be a reminder. And with what's about to happen to me, so it's here, one of these guys. It's a it's a reception. Let's just pay attention to semantics here. Let's clean it up going forward. Okay. And you're Thanks, about to Jim. see you're you about know to what? see something from me. You're that's... crapping on my correct prediction is like Zim crapping on the close wins. Well, yeah, you got it right, but uh, well, I don't know. I bring it up because let's move on to my own accountability session here. Fight you with me. A couple weeks ago, I said Kirk Cousins will hit the COVID list before December 31st. And we even celebrated it last week as a home run. Yeah. Well, about 50 listeners brought it to our attention that uh, the word before here is the key word that he was put on the COVID list on December 31st. Ugh. And that I said he would hit the COVID list before December 31st. And so, of course, my first thought was, well, I mean, clearly Declan entered this wrong. Very, right? he very might, There's no way I would make a rookie mistake like this. And I went back and I listened to the tape, and I did indeed say before December 31st. And so this 
is wrong. Mm. I'm self-reporting. Mm. You're self-reporting because you got caught by the public. Well, I could have. Well, if, if, I, if, if I had said nothing, would either one of you guys have brought this to the table? No, I never would have. Declan? Uh, probably not. I would not have brought I would not have brought I don't sabotage. So I, I don't, kept, I don't actively try to sabotage predictions. Hard to kill. I'll take you to the write that down, thanks, <laughs> Senator. The blood bank. <laughs> so I think the lesson learned here is, again, be careful with phrasing on write that down. Phrasing matters before December 31st. It's all about the integrity of the game. Uh, I also said the Vikings <laughs> would have a backup quarterback start and win a game at some point. That was wrong. Cousins career highs in passer yards, QBR. Uh, Cousins higher pass rate and then Rodgers. Y'all think we're negative on Cousins. Look at this. We thought he was going to be better than Aaron Rodgers. It's Cousins that's not living up to yeah. these predictions. But a nice little bounce back here. Oh, Macadac, yeah. I said the Vikings would not fire Mike Zimmer during the season. They did wait till after the season. I said Cousins will be sacked 32 times or fewer. He was sacked 28 times. Cousins will have single-digit interceptions. Jefferson more yards than Diggs. Vikings finishing top 16 in pass attempts. And uh, K.J. Osborne, I had him as exactly fourth on the team in catches, and he was indeed exactly fourth in catches, which is no touchdown. Yeah, he had had almost 700 yards. That's a nice prediction. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Like to say fourth and and have him be fourth is a nice prediction. That's really good. Thank you. Okay, the listeners, uh, I'm going to spare you on reading all these because literally like 30 things came off the board at the end of the season, and it's kind of a bloodbath here. So we'll just pick and choose here. Like uh, uh, Carter said, throughout the rest of the NFL write that down season, Judd will be upset about three potential touchdowns regarding himself or someone else, and we only tallied one. He threw one tantrum basically. Don't even remember what it was about, but we tallied one. Nice very restraint, Car- Judd. Very Carl Anthony Towns-like. <laughs> Can't control myself. Nope. Uh, Carter also said Cousins would, would have a career high of at least 200 rushing yards, which is wrong. By the way, if you want to read all of these incorrect predictions, you can just check out this segment on the Score North YouTube channel. Um, Realistic Randy, this is a really bad beat. He had Tyler Conklin at at least 600 yards and four touchdowns. I think Conklin finished with like 590 yards and three touchdowns. Oh, wow. So close. Realistic. Great year for him, though. So close. Um, Let's see here. John had Cousins ranked. This is a bad beat, too. He said uh, uh, Cousins will be ranked in the top four quarterbacks by PFF for the season. He was top three all year almost until the last week or two, like three weeks. Mm. And then he said, I would call for an extension of Cousins. It's not going to happen. Connor said Cousins is another bad beat. Cousins will be a top eight quarterback in the analytics community by PFF. He was sixth. DVOA, I believe he was exactly eighth. And by... Advanced completion percentage, uh, it's it's a next-gen stat, but he was like 30th in that stat Ooh. according to next-gen. And so it derailed this <clears throat> prediction. Okay. Um, and then Frank said there'd be at least one documented sideline meltdown between Cousins and a wide receiver or a tight end. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think that happened no. at all this season. 
Not that it was caught. No, he just kept there with this Not that we saw. helmet on okay. on the bench. And yeah. And then a few other incorrect ones here. But let's get to some positive ones for the listeners. A couple of touchdowns here. Brady said the Vikings offensive line will rank between 24th and 28th. It's a really narrow window yeah, by it's PFF. That's specific, yeah. And they averaged, uh, tw- uh, I believe it was 26 and a half or 27th. So right in the middle of that. That's a touchdown. And Aaron had a parlay. He said Cousins 4,000 yards or more, Thielen 10 touchdowns or more, Jefferson 1,200 yards or more. Nice. All of those hit. It's borderline because all of those were expected to hit, but they That's had a, to stay healthy enough, et yeah. cetera. So it's so, a touchdown. It's a three-item parlay. I respect it. Yep. Michael said Vikings 50 or more sacks. They did. Cousins, nine interceptions or fewer. Correct. Hunter said Thielen, more uh, receiving yards than Julio Jones. That was correct. John said Mond will take a snap during the regular season and someone else besides Cousins will complete a touchdown pass. That happened. Mannion had one. And John said the Vikings offensive line will not finish in the top half, according to PFF. And so uh, nice little comeback for the listeners. Again, I'll spare you here. Declan, here's the bloodbath for you. You came close on Laquan Treble. You said Laquan Treble will have a career high in yards, catches, and touchdowns. And he flirted with... He, ha- he set a record in yards, but he flirted with the other two. So nice work. Uh, you said Dakota Dozier will post a better PFF grade than he did in 2020 uh, and that he'd have to play at least 50 snaps. He didn't even play any offensive snaps. No. So this one is wrong. Came up just a little short on the Rodgers, 40 touchdown prediction. Kyle Pitts one also was a ball 20 yards too. away or something. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, but you did have three correct ones here to balance out. You said the Vikings would finish top 12 in pass attempts this year. They were 11th. Justin Herbert will have a lower passer rating or QBR compared to his rookie year. The or is key there because his QBR nice. was higher, but his passer rating was lower. So. Good, good work on that. That's a veteran phrasing. Yep. Win. And Patrick Peterson will post a PFF coverage grade of 60 or above. It was 61. So. All right. So with that, these are oh your 2021 God. stats. Okay. So there are still, Declan has one throw left on the board. I have one. Judd oh. has six. Listeners have five. So there's still a few there's left. a lot left. Yeah. Okay. For me, there's a lot in okay. the table still, you guys. Right. Okay. Judd, you're at 35.5% with seven touchdowns. Declan's at 349 So a half percentage separating you guys in completions. Seven touchdowns. You're uh, Macadac. I don't have enough throws left, though. I'm, no, at, I'm up to have more, 30%. You got to get more throws. You had to get yourself some more throws. And I'm at 14 touchdowns. Listeners surpassed me with 15 touchdowns, sitting at 27%. Mm. And mm. so the mm. predictions mm. that are still on the board, so Declan and Judd are fighting it out over the completion percentage battle. Declan, your lone prediction on the board mm-hmm. is that Dak Prescott needs to win the MVP. That probably happen. isn't going to happen. Judd, you have a few on the board. You have the Bucks making it to the NFC title game. Jamar yeah. Chase, offensive rookie of the year. That's probably gonna hit. Cousins that's, that's getting gonna it. Hit. Cousins getting at least one MVP vote. That's not going to hit. Stafford winning MVP, which you actually have predicted twice. <laughs> and that's not going to hit. I love I predicted it twice. And Carson Wentz, the NFL comeback player of the year. That's not going to hit. So if Judd if Judd whiffs on. All or most of those. I should win. Right. Declan might backdoor his way into a completion percentage right. championship. Well, I've got the the Bucks one I could get. Yep. Jamar Chase. Get to the 
conference title game and Jamar Chase. So two yeah. of those, two of those are, I think, realistic. In the home run race, I have one prediction on the board, and it is a home run prediction. I've got the Patriots representing the AFC in the Super Bowl, so oh, I can yeah. catch the listeners yep. who have five predictions on the board. Yes, sir. That uh, there, I think there's a couple touchdowns in there somewhere for the the listeners. So there you have it. A lot of wow. drama here. It's a great race. On the stretch. This man. is awesome. Yeah. Very like need, intense. Need some Cornecki. You know, a little, little Steve Cornecki. <laughs> to, yeah. If you, if you look at Judd's AFC predictions, the AFC predictions are what's going to get him in here. <laughs> yep. Khakis, yeah. flailing arms. All right, let's get our guy in here. He's our guest listener predictor all the way from Germany, Valentin. What's going on, man? Hi, guys. Yeah, well, I'm doing good. It's evening here uh, as opposed to you. So. <laughs> All right, so uh, are you are you throwing down the field? What's your strategy? Tell the audience. Um, I'm gonna do a little bit of a mix and match, like going a bit more conservative here, a little bit of a trick play, and I think the last oh. one's definitely gonna be a love touchdown. It. A trick play? Hell yeah! Valentine's bringing a trick play to the table. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All right, so Valentine to Judd over to Declan back to me. We'll make three trips around the room here, and these are for the 2022. Write that down. Season. Even if you make playoff predictions, you're making them in 2022, so they would apply to the 2022 season. We'll start with Valentin. All right. Uh, so I imagine, imagine my first play, like, it, it's a bit of a cousin's play, honestly, like a 12-yard pass to Tyler Conklin or something. <laughs> and it has to do with the decisions of the last few days. So um, Spearman and Zimmer are both gone, and I'm glad about that. But... I personally think that probably Spearman wasn't so bad at drafting and more that Zimmer was really bad at developing rookies over the last few years. And so my first prediction, write that down, at least one of the 2021 third-round picks that was inactive in the last game, I don't know if that was all of them or just three out of four, will start a game in the 2022 season. Okay. Yeah. I could legitimately see Wyatt Davis as like a, a week one right guard. That's a great prediction. Yeah, I think I yes. Like that a lot. <laughs> it would just be amazing if that happened. All right. Break this down. Good. Love it, Valentine. All right, Judd, your first prediction. All right, I'm going to do a little bit of uh, quarterback predicting here. Baker Mayfield will not be with the Browns for their first regular season game next season. <laughs> So Baker I mean, Mayfield Baker's trying to tell not. everyone everything's good. Him and yeah, Stefanski love each other. And the Giants <laughs> told us two weeks ago, Joe Judge was perfectly safe. Joe Judge will not be fired. What are you people talking about? Um, Baker Mayfield. The Browns are desperately trying to uh, jack up his his value for a potential trade, but he will not be with the Browns for their first game next season. His, his response to Mary Kay the other day on Twitter was just like, the peak douchery that is Baker Mayfield. I don't and know if you guys and like. She is super respected. Yeah, and like, and she and really she was like, good. she's doing her job reporting, and for him to say like, don't put my my name in your mouth to put food on your table, like Baker, dude, grow the bleep yeah. up, dude. My God, I mean, you want him as the Vikings franchise quarterback. I, I want him and, as a stopgap option. Yes. Yeah, he never said Different. franchise quarterback. Yes. Don't put words. Don't put words in my mouth. Don't put words in my mouth. Don't put words table. Okay. Yeah, just because you're trying to put some fish from the market down the street yeah. on your table, don't put words in Declan's mouth. Oh God. Write this down. All right, my, uh, Declan. My first prediction is I'm, I'm just going to speak this into existence because uh, I think a lot of Vikings fans kind of want this to happen too. I will say by next week's write that down, the Vikings will hire a general manager. I don't think they're going to waste a lot of time here. I want this to be quick. Uh, so I'm going to say the Vikings will hire a new GM by next week's write that down. 
Okay, at what point, Judd, does it, does the timing become weird? Like they haven't even, as we record this, they haven't even lined up any interviews yet. Yeah, if we don't, if we known. don't have a, if we don't have a list that leaks out today, it's starting to get odd. Um, they, they've had, they've had basically two days now to get. I mean, there there is a list. That list needs to go to the league to start requesting. If we don't have that list by today. Or if it's not clear that that list has been at least submitted to the league, it's getting weird. And question to the committee: but, Is this is this a touchdown too? By the way, I don't think so. I mean, they're by when? By next by Wednesday? Next within week? within a, a GM within a week? No, I think I they'll. I mean, my my prediction has been that they will name a GM by late next week. Okay, got it. Okay, that's cool. I'm just curious. Now, if you said by next Tuesday, then I would say that might right be this weekend. Okay. Yeah, I got you. Okay. All right, write this down. Write this down. By April 1st, at least one of these players will no longer be on the Vikings roster. Daniil Hunter, Harrison Smith, Eric Kendricks, Michael Pierce. Write it down. I think the defense is definitely in for an overhaul of some kind. These are all guys that are either injured all the time or over the age of 30. Uh Pretty big cap savings with most of these guys, all these guys, if you were to make a move. And so I just, I think there's a couple big moves to be made to free up some cap space. And then the quarterback thing is a whole separate conversation. So Hunter, Smith, Kendricks, Pierce, one of those guys at least will no longer be on the roster. April 1st. Got it. All right, back to uh, Valentin over in Write Germany. Write this down. Yeah, so this is my little bit of trickery because I know Declan and Mackie, you're also a bit of AW fans. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, the relation between AEW and the NFL is obviously the Khan family, who are very good at building a wrestling company and not very good at running the football <laughs> team so far. And so I will predict, write that down, Hangman Adam Page will have more win- wins in Jacksonville in 2022 than the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Dude, I love that. <laughs> Okay, how often, oh. how many events are they going to hold in Jacksonville, AEW? Um, I mean, they're occasionally there with Dynamite, but I don't really know how often that's going to happen. I mean, that obviously yeah. also depends on the pandemic. If we get, like, a new super-spreading variant, then they might be back <laughs> to Daly's Place permanently. I think at least, like, um, what's it called? Fighter Fest is definitely in Jacksonville, Jacksonville yeah. so I think he's... Definitely going to have some matches there. I just I thought it. it would be fun to keep track of that. Dude, so. I love Dude it. that's I love amazing. It. Anyone that brings a wrestling tie-in to this show, too, right, is de- definitely scoring points. Especially a Hangman Page. I love me some Adam Hangman Page. Yeah. Hell yeah. That might qualify as the most creative write-that-down <laughs> prediction, both on, on Mackie and Judd or this show. It's great. That it is, is great. awesome. Yes. Yes. I don't even right. like wrestling, and that's an awesome prediction. <laughs> All right, Judd, your second prediction. All right, sticking on the quarterback theme, uh, I'm going to put this on the record right now for 2022, and that is Kirk Cousins will not be on the Vikings roster to start the 2022 regular season. So he will not be here. He's going to be traded. Okay. Well, good luck replacing him, Judd. Um, yeah, Tommy Kramer. What do you think about that, Tommy Kramer? How about that, Tommy Kramer jumping into the Kirk Cousins fight today on Twitter, because saying that leadership Kramer matters. Kramer could lead. Leadership yes, matters. Kramer could lead. Of course, yeah. people are now lashing out. The, the Kirk Crusaders are lashing out at Tommy Kramer for only having like one playoff win, and 
DU, he got a DWI. How good of a leader can he be? My God. All right. Let's, let's write stop. this down. Let's calm down. All right, Declan. My second prediction, uh, another GM-related prediction for the Vikings. I will say there will be a report that the Vikings will request to interview Will McClay of the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I mean, isn't Judd kind of reporting that already? I expect them to, he but I'm not, I, I, I would not say it's reported. So I would, I mean, Declan is, Declan is treading he, on some murky ground here. How about this? Judd literally said on the show yesterday that he's on a list internally. But so. excluding Judd, if Rappaport or Schefter or one of the local beat writers. <laughs> why, are we ex- why are we excluding Judd? Well, you're making this fuss that I can't say it. So I'm, I was I'm trying, saying, to, I was no, trying I'm to add something to it. I'm saying it's already a fact, isn't it? It's not a fact. I would, no, I wouldn't say it's It's not fact. a fact. Okay. Right. I expect it. I like to apologize for the, for that. That was not. But if somebody pretty. like we bring if, a guest in into our well, house, hold on, and you guys if, start fighting. If Glazer, sorry. if Glazer comes out and says, "I expect Will McClay to interview," that's with not the a Vikings. report. That's not a report. No, he's saying it has to be in concrete. Yes. So, like, if if somebody out, if somebody comes out and parrots Judd, that's not a report. It's going to have to be Pelissero saying. Here are four candidates no, that they are. I understand that. What I'm saying, okay. and this is, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to protect the integrity of write that down here. Yeah, I'm saying, Judd, you have already come out, former lead Vikings beat writer, yeah. Star Tribune, and 1500 ESPN, and you have yep. said, Will McClay is on a list internally for the Vikings. Yes. And what I'm saying is, let's say instead of Judd having said that, Jay Glazer or Adam Schefter said it. I don't would, we, would we allow this prediction? No. No, I, I need to see it in writing, like on a tweet, and it needs to be reported that it's definite. Can you can you tweet it? <laughs> I, look, all right, we'll allow it. No, we'll allow it. I'm just look, saying. I like, just don't think I, it's... I, I, Declan, Declan is throwing a check down of, here. That's all I'm saying. But I'm proud of my sports son. He's torturing grammar into working for him. That's difficult for Declan. Let's give him some credit. Thank you. All right. Like, he's way. making... He, he's, he is on difficult, murky ground here, and he's he's navigating it. Thank you. Okay. All right. I just let's not devolve the, this the into integrity of right that The same guy who picked two soccer <laughs> okay. matches. Okay. Right, and then he got screwed. <laughs> this isn't about me, end. okay? Quit deflecting. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm gonna I, I I hinted at this one on Mackie and Judd right that down. I'm gonna I'm gonna go there here. Write this down. This is a multi item parlay. The Cowboys will lose to the 49ers this weekend on Super Wild Card Weekend. The Cowboys will fire Mike McCarthy. They will promote Kellen Moore to head coach. And they will hire Mike Zimmer as the defensive coordinator. Four item parlay. Reckless speculation. Who's got the tape measure to find the distance on this Jim Tomich guy? I am not here to check down. You are I'm not here to make predictions about things that are reportedly going to happen. You're not. Oh, shots at, De- at Declan, <laughs> no, too. This is, right. this is unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Not worried about Cowboys the Cowboys lose. Brown seen the ugliest they, of Purple Daily right now. They fire McCarthy. They promote Kellen Moore, and they yeah. hire Mike Zimmer as defensive coordinator. Write this right down. Now. Wow. All right, Valentin, back to you. All right. Uh, just imagine that. For- a fake handoff to Kene Wangu, and then a play-action pass to Justin Jefferson in the end zone, in the end zone for the touchdown. And I'll actually need Jeff- Jefferson to haul that one in for me, because my prediction is write that down. He'll have another great season. That's not the, the quantifiable part, 
But the quantifiable part is that Justin Jefferson will receive at least one AP MVP vote Whoa. for the 2022 season. Yeah. And that's, just to make my case here, that's definitely a touchdown because the last wide receiver to receive an MVP vote has been, by my research, if I haven't overlooked, overlooked anybody, Randy Moss in 1998. Wow, dude. Wow, dude. Really? Um, I might have missed somebody. I well, was... Yeah, Cooper Cups. Cooper Cups. And Moss set that year. mark with the page. I mean, that's remarkable if that's true. No, that this is... is definitely a home run if it... Oh, I yeah. Think no, it is. It's, it's probably rare. Like, quarterbacks get all the love um, and no, I'm sometimes totally running him. back. Yeah. I'm just shocked it's been that long. My God. Dude, Valentin. Dude, you came into our house and you destroyed it, and I admire you for that. Coming in hot from like, Germany. Yeah, that's awesome. Amazing. Nice work. How did you become a Vikings fan? Um, that's like a combination of different things. I'm originally from Northern Germany, which is quite close to Scandinavia. So like I was close to the cultural background of Vikings. And then in my teens, I was a big, uh, how I met your mother fan and <laughs> Marsha Erickson. And there was like this big, simple, sympathetic guy who everybody liked could, could love. And he was, he was a Vikings fan. And then, and then I started watching football in uh, 2017. So it was, that was also a very easy point to start liking the Vikings. Um, not knowing that the next three seasons would, um, not live up to the promise. Yeah. Or the next oh. four, three, oh, four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or the next 40. But I mean, who's counting? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, uh, my soccer club that I normally follow is, uh, has been a dumpster fire since basically the '80s, so uh, I'm I'm used to it. Hmm. Well, since you're since you're here and you've got this platform here, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment on Purple Daily? Um, I mean, I know it's kind of a tradition for the listeners, so obviously, and also from the bottom of my heart, I will thank my girlfriend Monica um, for putting up with me. Um, obsessing over the Vikings and all kinds of sports and only being partially interested in it, in it herself. So, yeah, that's the first point. Um, secondly, actually to the makers and actors in Home at Your Mother because they were, like, the main reason to draw me to the Vikings. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, lastly, to you guys, because um, I've been listening to you since, like, shortly after last year's draft and... It uh, has been like quite an adventurous year for me the the last year, and um, like listening to you guys just always gave a bit of a, a grounding in everything. And also, it's just amazing to have a feeling of community from Germany, which I normally wouldn't have. Like, there's not that many football fans around, and even even fewer Vikings fans. So, yeah, thanks to you guys, dude. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you, yeah, for the kind words, for the great predictions here, and we'll definitely get you on again sometime, Valentin. I'd be happy to. Love it, man. There he is. All the way from Germany. Diehard Vikings fan. Valentin. And you know what? After a long journey, if you were ever to come on over to the, to the States and watch a Vikings game in person, uh, you're probably going to want a cold beverage when you get off that plane, or maybe even on the plane. And we have on the one plane. that we would oh, yeah. recommend to Valentin. At the game, right? You're, yeah. you're at you're at the game. It's not going well. Kirk is checking down, and you are getting upset. And then you you say, "I need He's something." Clenching his teeth. He's I got his helmet on on the sidelines. Make, oddly, I, 
I need something that feels like a winner. And that's when you go to the Surly stand and you buy a Furious, the best IPA around. And it not only quenches your your thirst, it's not only a delightful beverage, but it makes you feel good about the product on the field. And let's be honest, in 2021, that was difficult at times. And so get that Surly Furious. You know what? It's Super Wild Card Weekend, right? Saturday, Sunday, Monday. What do you need when you're sitting there watching football and scouting what makes a playoff team a playoff team? Surly Furious by your side. That's what you need. Yes. Uh, Also, uh, Federated's been around helping out business owners in the Twin Cities and the state of Minnesota for over 100 years. They're here to help maximize the success of your business. And they've got all kinds of tools and resources. MyShield is a great place to start on federatedinsurance.com. Um, they're basically an offensive line for your business if you are the, the quarterback, so to speak, protecting you against risks out there. So check them out, federatedinsurance.com. And remember at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right. Write this down. Judd, your third and final prediction. Okay. My third and final prediction for this week is at first going to sound like a bunt, but I've been seeing, hmm. I saw an NFL.com report contradicting this and so i am going to put this on the record right now because i am of the firm belief that this will take place write this down the vikings will not pick up the fifth year option on garrett bradbury's contract this spring um nfl.com went through his draft and said that they will and i'm like "Uh uh-huh excuse me no and like more and more on the telecasts i heard things like collinsworth said Oh, Garrett Bradbury. Spielman must have convinced broadcasters that this kid could play. Mm. They are not the new administration, in my opinion, will not be picking up the fifth year option on Bradbury's contract. Yeah. No, I don't know how you could. I know, but I mean, and I wasn't going to use it because I, I thought it was such a bunt. But then when I saw that there's predictions that he he will have that exercise, mm-hmm. I said, okay, screw it. I'm going on the record. Going against those people. Bravo for the respect and the integrity of this game, Judd. Way to to go. Very good stuff. Wow. Very good stuff. You know what? It's a pretty big check down because it's very obvious how bad Valentine comes into our house. We invite him over and then we proceed to throw down and have a (laughs) domestic incident, I'll call it. Listen, if you guys aren't going to look out for the integrity of the game, then Mm -hmm. I must. I must. Okay. Again, I will go back to the same man who took three soccer layups that Declan and I didn't know about. Listen, and anything can happen on the pitch. Hit. And all were wrong. Any, anything can happen on the pitch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're pretty sure, didn't Declan can try be to predict on Mackie and Judd that uh, in the next week, the Wild yeah. or the Wolves will win a game? Yes. Yeah. And that hit. Yes. He was trying <laughs> yeah. to. And guess what happened? He didn't win the batting <laughs> That's title. Right. Because he also violated. COVID wiped out the Wild yeah. and the Wolves uh, lost yep. four in a row or something. Oh, man. Omicron said, Deckel's not going to be right. All right, Dex, your final prediction. A little uh, NFC playoff picture parlay here. I will say the Bucks win, the Niners win, the Rams win. Three item parlay Bucks win, Niners, Niners, Rams. Rams. Okay. Cool. Going for the Declan parlay. Declan parlay touchdown there. Parlays. All right, I'll give you, I'll go to the AFC here. Super wild card weekend. Are you guys excited for? Wall to wall football across the whole weekend. I am. God. Actually, the answer is yes. Super. All right. Big Ben backed his way into the playoffs. Ugh. Well, not really backed, I guess. Yeah, sort of. The Jaguars helped him, but they, they kind of backed away. Big Ben, in what? Well, this is off the record, this part. It's probably his last game. Mm-hmm. 
They're playing the Chiefs. So write this down. Big Ben will turn the ball over at least three times, and the Steelers will will lose by at least two touchdowns. It's not mm-hmm. going to be a very pretty ending for Big Ben against the Chiefs. So he'll he'll turn the ball over at least three times, and the Steelers will lose by at least two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Write this down. So, all right, there you have it. Write that down. Accountability session. The only shows in America that actually keeps track of our predictions, holds each other accountable. <laughs> a lot of red. Puts this our week. reputations on the line. A lot of red this week, gentlemen. <laughs> um, all right, it is. Um, it's Purple Positivity Wednesday, so we'll get to that in a second. Any any quick little fodder, anything on the Vikings GM coaching search you want to throw out there? I have I have one thing on Brian Flores. Okay. We can start there, maybe. Sure. Um, so, you know, he won like eight of nine games down the stretch. He's been highly regarded the last two or three years, and the Dolphins just kind of fired him out of nowhere. He's 3-0 and in his last three games against Bill Belichick. And The Athletic has an article that details some of the why. Because my first thought was, okay, the Dolphins are just a dumpster fire organization for decades. They're probably idiots. I'd hire Brian Flores. Mm -hmm. Well, from The Athletic, a close associate of multiple young Dolphins said the players complained to him that he doesn't understand dealing with men. He's not approachable. When Flores saw one young player in recent months, he told him, don't come by my office talking playing time. The player had no such intentions, but Flores still thought that he was going to complain. Um, he treated veterans very differently, uh, so he wasn't nice to young players, I guess. And then one veteran complained that Flores would pass him in the halls and never say hello, never even acknowledge his presence. Mm. Uh, some players were puzzled by Flores' livid reaction to media stories. When a trainer for a Dolphins player who had sustained an injury tweeted an update on the player's injury, uh, last year, the agent was immediately called and threatened with unspecified consequences if he didn't delete the tweet. The Vikings have done that to, to, to people. Yeah. That's so, I don't know. Like, some of this is just, he probably does need to change the way he communicates. The record speaks for itself the last couple of years with a rebuilding team. But does any of this turn you off and make you, I mean, the Vikings are coming off a head coach that players clearly did not, Mesh with the last couple of years. So right. what are your thoughts on Flores now? Well, my thoughts are that the reality is he's probably a little bit too close to what Mike was like then because just the nature of the beast here is to always go in the opposite direction. And the final strike against him from the Vikings perspective is the fact that he is a defensive guy. And so, but um, I am not a fan of leaks after the fact. Because this is the this is likely the Dolphins also trying to say, well, here's why. Yeah. Um, I want real time stuff. Like like if he's a complete jerk, let's get that that out. And by the way, you know, football co- coaches walk a fine line because you can't be like Mister Sensitive. Um, you you've got to be respected. You don't ha- have to be a bleep hole, but you have to be respected. So, I would still want to talk to a candidate like i wouldn't take an after the fact story it's like the stuff with mike i mean kendricks does great work and and he's a really smart guy and i like the fact that he has come out and and talked about things he's passionate about but he hasn't said boo to anybody about the team until now Uh, you know so like i mean to do I do I take what he he said now and think oh yeah that's ex- exactly right? Not ex- no I don't. So no it doesn't it doesn't stop me. But I will say I think what would stop 
Flores from being a candidate here is um, the background of the fact that he's a defensive guy and Mike was, and the fact that if he is seen as a hard ass at all, it's probably going to cause them to, to say, oh, no, no, no. We're trying to find a guy who's more sensitive towards players. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would kind of be surprised at this point if if Flores replaced Mike Zimmer, because, again, it's red-ass defensive guy. Yeah. They're probably going to move toward a, just a different style all around. And who's the last guy, Phil, who who is a Belichick disciple, who, by the way, across the board, for the most part, have failed. Who is the last guy uh, beyond Romeo Cornell who struck me as a good guy who wasn't a hard ass? Like, yeah. Bill taught me how to be. And, and I'm not a big fan of that. That's, that. that's Bill's act, and Bill's really, really good. He's great. But I don't think that, you know, Joe Judge, I'm a, I'm a man's man. Okay, dude, let's stop it. Apparently, Joe, someone reported that Joe Judge got into an altercation with his offensive line coach this week, like in we the got, last couple of days. Oh, he got in a fight with his his line coach last year, I think, too. Yeah, well, no, they, I mean, yeah, they all done. they all come in. You're right, like Joe Judge. I mean, some of the Flores stuff. They well, all McDaniel's come in. was a jerk. Yeah, with Denver, he was a jerk. Yeah, it's just it's weird that how would you have that many guys come from that tree and they're all the same like they all come at patricia my way highway red ass it's like uh, you can be a human you can connect with people yeah, you know it's what okay. i think i think bill is really good at hiring really good football people with no people skills yeah but he doesn't need sure. them to have have those skills but then of course once they leave the nest if they don't they're in trouble yeah all right you guys ready for some purple positivity here don't look so excited all at once. Do we have to have don't, things don't cheer on all the docket? Do you have to have things on the docket? Like per, to be positive about? Because I'm well, trying to think of what I'm positive about. Give me, well, there's, I'll start. I'll start. I think this is the most optimistic I've been about Vikings football mm-hmm. since Kirk Cousins signed. When he signed, I thought their Super Bowl window was open. And I thought there was a different level to his game and leadership coming from Washington. And he, he just kind of turned out to be the same guy, and then the roster eroded. So, like, this time four years ago, I was very excited about Vikings football. Hey, they're gonna now they're going to finally break through. But this just feels like a great, new, refreshing beginning. You can finally get some new thought processes in here. You can retool the roster. Like, And, yeah, might they whiff on some of these things? Maybe. Hopefully not. But I, I would just say, in general, this is the most excited and optimistic I've been about the future of Vikings football in about four years. Fair enough. I'm going to go backwards, back in time, okay? Okay. And I'm going to, to say, I'm going to make actually a statement, a Monday Mackie Judd statement as part of my purple positivity and say this. Don't let the last impression be the only one. And by that, I mean... Purple positivity. The Zimmer era, while it didn't end well, had a lot of good. And and I think that we need to, to go back to, as much as I personally liked him, you know, the Childress into Frazier years didn't work. Like, we're talking about a 3-13. and 13, And I know that they made the playoffs with Ponder, but there was no real, like, hope there. 
Zimmer came in in 2014, had this team in the playoffs by 15, and yes, they got embarrassed, but he still took them to a conference championship game by 17. There's a lot of good there. Um, I, I do think, in my opinion, he is the third best coach in the history of the franchise. Bud is the clear one. Denny, I think, is two. And I think Mike is three. So my positivity is, as he goes out the door, and it wasn't pretty, and yes, it was incredibly frustrating to watch uh, 2021 and 2020 didn't go well and I do think that Mike lost his fastball when it came to defense in some ways um don't let that impression be your only one there was a lot of good and the Vikings hired a guy who had never gotten a chance and despite some rocky adventures you know what across the board did a pretty good job for a lot of that time that's my positivity kudos to a guy who will probably land now as a defensive coordinator. As a one Vikings fan, so you got to remember the Zimmer era, just like we do with history, BC and AC, before Cousins and after Cousins. Uh, it's kind of a, a good way to look at that. It's really well. My purple positivity is that the Wilfs don't want to be mediocre and they want championships. As they said when they released that press release after the firings of Zimmer and Spielman, that we believe it is time for new leadership to elevate our team so we can consistently contend for a championship. They don't want to just be good. They don't want to just be relevant. They want to consistently contend for championships. Good for the Wilfs and this ownership group to recognize that this wasn't cutting it, and we want championships. We don't want to be just good. We want titles. Bravo mm-hmm. to the Wilfs. That's my purple positivity. Yeah, I like it. It's, re- it's, it's refreshing. It's refreshing. Yeah, this is, this is a fun stretch. A lot more to be uh, talked about and decided here the rest of the week and, and early next week. Let's and get at that some list. point, some names will actually start Let's to get search. that GM list out here. Tommy Pelissero, Ian Rappaport, Shefty, where are you guys? Get us the Shefty. list. The league will give it to you. Come on, get us Shefty. The list. Come on, Shefty. I know I'm you're rehabbing, rehabbing your meniscus that you tore doing the gritty, but come on. God, tweet I'm something. money on Bravo. Ian or Tom. And, and I'm going to put my I'm going to put my cash on a sneaky a sneaky surprise scoop at some point in time. Jay Glazer. Yeah, I feel well, like he sort of comes in below the surface and like will just throw out a complete bomb and and then depart. Yeah, he does. He kind of well, he's like also like he's, he's he's been and I think this is great. He's been very public about like his depression battles and stuff too. And oh, it's awesome. Yeah, but like yesterday yesterday morning when all this news was coming out, Jay Glazer was like tweeting and doing videos about how he woke up depressed. And that's, I'm glad that he's sharing it, but right. I don't know like what sort of mental state something. he's in this week. I feel he'll get something, but uh, I think Pelissero is going to come through. I think there's going to be a name too, that we haven't even bandied about yet. Like some head coaching or GM I, candidate out of left field. That's going to be, I think you're right. Thrown out there. Sometime. Good call. So, all right, that's a wrap. Uh, actually tell the audience why you're so skinny real quick here before we say goodbye. Do you like the weight loss? Did, do you like the weight loss? It's pretty, it's good. It's 30 plus pounds. I've gone from 240 to 208. And that is thanks to my friends from Livia weight control centers. Um, I'm going to get down to 200 pounds and thanks to the folks at Livia. I'm going to stay there. And I'm going to tell you right now, when it comes to weight loss, folks, there is no better feeling than to say, you know what? I did it. And that's why I want you to join me. Take the I did it eight week challenge. Get your first eight weeks for free. That's right. First eight weeks for free. In the first eight weeks, gentlemen, I lost 26 pounds. So we're talking about you can lose 26 pounds or more. I mean, heck, for free. Call today, 855 go L I V E A or Livia.com. L I V E A.com. That is your ticket, not to a game 
but to weight loss and to making 2022 more positive for you, Livia.com. Boom. All right. That's Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. See you tomorrow. With winter weather making it harder to stay active, here's a gift idea for the outdoor adventurer in your life, the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. The Allbirds Mizzle is designed for those who won't take snow for an answer, featuring built-in puddle guard technology to keep the winter wonderland where it belongs, not in your shoe. The weather-ready sole offers enhanced traction, so you go on winter runs with confidence. And it's made with premium ZQ Merino wool, a naturally insulating material that keeps your feet warm and sports a low environmental impact. Allbirds displays their carbon footprint right on the shoe, so you can see the difference for yourself. On top of that, they actually offset the carbon footprint to zero, making their missile collection completely carbon neutral. So you can stay warm and dry while trading lighter. This holiday season, get on their nice list when you shop the Allbirds Mizzle Collection. Discover your perfect pair at Allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.